everybody. Are you as excited as I am? This is Krista Mayshore, and this is our 100th episode. We are so excited that Jim Flanagan, he's with Caldwell Banker Flanagan Realty. He's the broker owner. He actually is the winner of the 100th episode podcast where he gets to interview me. So if you are ready to be fired up and learn, like, I don't even know what question he's going to ask me. It's like, he hasn't even told me. So you're going to get to find out anything and everything and we're ready to rock. So sit down for a quick, quick intermission and come back and be ready to be fired up. You too. Thanks for taking the time to tune in out of your busy day. I appreciate it. Do you have big dreams? I think you do. And that's why you're listening to this podcast and probably others. Maybe you're ready to start closing one or two more deals a month, or maybe you want to feel secure enough to go from part-time agent to full-time career. Whatever it is, I know that I can help. The truth is, there is a better way of doing business. If you're struggling to make ends meet, or you're constantly feeling like you're being pulled away from your family to answer clients, it's not your fault. That's what we were taught. Most agents feel just like you do, and I remember feeling the exact same way. But there's a new way to do business, and it's at your fingertips. All you have to do is go to www.themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve a call today with one of my business development coaches. They're going to take 20 minutes to actually review your strategy and to talk to you about what the next steps are. We've helped over 600 agents across the nation in small markets and in large markets absolutely change their business. Now, here's the deal. Don't be afraid. There's no pressure. There's no pitch. In fact, we need to see if you're a good fit for our program. And if all this call does is actually help you craft a plan and look in more detail over the next 30 days to get one or two more clients, wouldn't it be worth it? Well, of course it would. Now, you've got big dreams, but what have you done recently to put those dreams into action? We can help you. Go to themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast. Again, themayshoreblueprint.com slash podcast and reserve your call today. Don't let fear hold you back. There's a new way of doing business and we found it. Hi, Jim Flanagan. Well, congratulations, Jim, for winning the 100th episode podcast interview. Thank you so much for doing this. I'm so honored and I just want to let you much. I appreciate it. Well, thank you, Krista. And believe me, the honor is all mine. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this. Ah, so tell our listeners, do I know what you're going to ask me? Not at all. Not at all. So I have no clue. We haven't practiced. I don't know. I mean, he could be asking me any kind of weird questions here. I don't know. <laughs> no dress rehearsal. This, this is 100% instantaneous. Okay. So we're just going to have, we're just going to go for it. So I am ready. Fire him at me. Okay. So question number one, you know, we, we just spoke briefly before you hit record about your history of sales. And yes. you, refer, you reference learning from Fortune 500 companies, marketing skills to help you, you know, go from zero to 69 homes your first year in real estate. And then you reference lo looking at the landscape and Facebook marketing changed everything and you needed to pivot and to adapt. So where did you learn how to pivot and adapt to learn Facebook marketing skills and what, you what you've coined as engagement marketing. Man, you've read my book. I'm so proud of you, okay? You're like coming prepared to this. Okay, so um, first of all, when I first started in the industry, when I was, it was 2001, right? 
And so it wasn't as much innovative strategies back then as it was me just trying to be different. So I guess you can call them innovative back then, right? But I wasn't doing things like, you know, um, video marketing or social media marketing or digital marketing. It was none of that. It was just taking what everybody else was doing at that time and trying to do it better and really stand out. Um, for example, when everybody else was doing, you know, uh, flyers that were black and white, or if they were even doing flyers at all, I was doing four page color brochures. I was taking like CDs and putting the CDs with like 50 pictures of them on the signs. And I was doing things like running ads on TV for my listing. So I was trying to do what other people wouldn't so that I would stand out back then. And that truly was what I will give most of um, the credit for me selling 69, you know, doing 69 transactions that first year. Um, and a lot of those were buyers to be quite frank. So when I work with buyers, I would make sure that, you know, I'd show up in the car and I'd have their kids, you know, goodie bags with me and I'd have their favorite drinks and um, just really, really make them feel special. And then had an amazing, you know, uh, relationship with them, just giving them the best service that, that I could, just like most agents I'm sure that are listening to this do. So that was them. Then what happened was the market, um, the market crashed. And when the market crashed, I was fortunate enough to be working with short sales and um, foreclosures. So my best year at that time, I did 169 transactions during that time frame. But what happened was, is the market changed. So the market got better, which was amazing for the, for the, um, for my community. It was amazing for our country, right? But what happened was I went from selling 169 homes-ish, 150 down to only 12 in a year. And I called the, the, I remember losing a listing appointment and I called and I said, well, why didn't you choose me? And Jim, what she said was, well, you are known as the foreclosure and short sale queen. We heard that from the last agent. And I was like, oh my gosh, I am. I'm known as the short sale and foreclosure queen. So then I, what, I, what I did was I started researching how McDonald's and Nike and um, Whole Foods and how these companies market to their, to their community. And I realized they use what they call um, content marketing and I call it engagement marketing, which is basically serving and not selling. It's giving as much information and advice and content. It's helping people become better at, in, in their circumstance and then throwing in some real estate, if that makes sense. So it's about really becoming what I call the community market leader, um, getting as many eyes on me as possible because I'm an expert in what I do, but if people don't know that I'm an expert, right, it doesn't make a difference. So when people see you as the authority figure, um, then they also realize that you're an expert and they want to work with you. And that's what the Fortune 500 companies do. They give information, they give advice. It's kind of like, let me give you an example. There's one company, I think it's called Moxie. I might be wrong, but they, um, they get rid of bed bugs. Okay. So what they do is they, no, no, but that, that's not right. Not Moxie. So but it's a, it's a, it was a, a company, like a hotel type of a company. So one of the things that they do was talk about how to find bed bugs when you're going to, you know, when you're going to a, a hotel. So they're not really marketing their hotel. They're, they're just giving service and adding value. But then at the same time, they're actually marketing their hotel. Does that make sense, Jim? I'm following. Yes. Yeah. Yep. The answer to that, so I'm probably not all the way done, but so it's, it's utilizing that type of strategy. Now here's what most people do is they will um, get the idea that they want to become a community market leader. They want to start running videos. They want to start, you know, standing out and they will start creating video content, but they make a few mistakes. Number one is they don't do it consistently. Number two is they, um, they don't see the return 
right away. So they stop doing it. And number three is they're just doing like everyone else. They're just posting on their business page or on their Facebook page, but they're not actually creating ads with that video content. They're not actually targeting people. They're not retargeting people. They're not creating lookalike audiences. When you utilize social media correctly, okay, then you're able to reach, you know, 30,000, 50,000, 150,000 people. And I'm not exaggerating when I say that you're able to generate anywhere from 300 to 600 hours of watch time for every single video that you create locally. Okay. And when that happens, people start to see any type of agent or lender, or quite frankly, any professional as the professional in that space, because they're being seen, they're being known and they're being heard. You cannot be known if you're not seen and if you're not heard. So the strategy works so well for any agent, brand new agent, anybody in any type of business it works for. Um, and you asked another question. You said, Krista, how did you learn how to do this? Well, I hired coaches and experts. I've spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. That is not an exaggeration at all on learning digital marketing strategies um, and learning these techniques. And then we also run around anywhere from 60 to $120,000 on marketing ads ourselves. So we really have mastered how to do it correctly. Okay. So to follow up on that question, then for, for agents who are your primary follower, I take it, right? Agents are your biggest audience. Yep. They are what, for now. What advice, what advice or suggestion would you have for somebody who doesn't have your budget or your ad spend, you know, to, to learn these practices because I'm familiar with them. You know, I know how to use ads manager and the difference between boosting a post and running an ad and retargeting and all this. And for the typical agent, the typical solo agent, it's a daunting task, you know, mm -hmm. just setting up the ad, let alone the custom audience, saved audiences, targeting, especially now with the special ad category. Yeah, special so, ad categories messed everybody up, but there's definitely ways around it. <laughs> so aside from obviously from your coaching, is there any other resource that you would, would suggest they go to as, as an intro and then when they're ready to invest in your coaching to move to the next step? Okay, so first of all, you can find just about anything on Google. I mean, you really can. And even Facebook has training on how to do it, right? How to run ads and the such. And so you can, you can even get certified for free through Facebook, learning how to utilize these strategies. So that's one thing. But here's what I'm gonna tell you, and I, and I believe this wholeheartedly. In fact, um, this month alone, I've hired a, a coach to help me with my with my my team i've hired an instagram and this and big dollar stuff right i've hired an instagram specialist to help me master instagram even more and then i'm investing another ten thousand dollars to help me get booked on stages to become a, to get to be seen on stages and podcasts okay i believe and and the reason why i've been so successful in my business is because i've always invested in it meaning when people try to learn things on their own, it's, it's, I would never be in where I'm at today. I would never be in front of you doing, doing this interview had I not hired my mentor, Russell Brunson, and paid him you know, over $50,000 to coach me. I was trying to break into the coaching business for two years prior to hiring Russell. And after hiring an expert who specialized in what I was trying to do, he helped me go from zero to $7.2 million in 25 months. Okay. Now somebody might think that $50,000 is a lot of money to invest. And I think, wow, I wish I would have done it two years prior because had I broke into the coaching market two years prior with what I teach, I would have made be making even more of an impact now because I was early an early adapter. So real estate agents do not invest in their business. 
what what they do is is that we we're, we're, we get our our license and this is most professionals lenders insurance agents we don't know how to market ourselves in fact when we take our real estate license it doesn't have anything to do with what we're learning at, to be a real estate agent so we're left like almost to fail 87% of agents are expected to leave the business within five years because they are not given the strategies and the skills to actually make it, okay? So my advice is, what are you waiting for? Robert Kiyosaki, the author of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, says that people, there's two types of people in the world. There's people that buy liabilities, and those are poor people. Poor people buy liabilities. They buy things like expensive vacations they can't afford. They, they will take out debt to go to, to put money on their credit card to go out to fancy restaurants or to go to a, watch a, a movie or whatever it might be. Rich people buy assets. An asset is an investment in yourself, in your business, to learn the skills that you need to make the money. People will say this, well, I need the money first, Krista, and then I'll invest. It's completely the opposite. In order to get the money, you need the skill. And I also believe in collapsing timeframes. One of my coaches that I've I paid $18,000 to, to basically just go to a one-day training, two-day training, I'm sorry, and to have Voxer access said to me, Krista, you need to learn to collapse time frames. And if you're listening to this, I want you to understand that time is infinitely more valuable than money. Money you can make up, money you can replenish, time you cannot. And once you run out of time, you'll pay any amount of money in the world to get the time back, right? So if you can learn the skills from somebody that is doing it, that has not only, um, is not just telling you to do it, but, but it's actually been in your shoes, has invested, has made the mistakes, has knows what's working, knows what's not, has been proven to help people of all sorts of ages, sizes, markets, locations, you know, 60X their business, 30X their business, 10X their business, agents that have been in the industry for 20 years that are saying things like, I have never learned any of this, I feel like I'm starting from scratch, what are you waiting for? If you have the drive, if you're going to give it the time, making the investment in a business that is that will absolutely, you know, skyrocket you to get where you want to go, you have to do it. Why is it that we will spend, you know, $180,000 getting a degree from Harvard, but real estate agents don't think that they need to invest in their own business to learn how to truly show up as that, that authority figure, to, to be top of mind awareness, to learn these strategies so they don't have to do things like open houses and cold calling and door knocking. Stop trading your time, right? Like I believe in why would you do an open house when I can show you how to spend $200 on an ad and get 600 hours of watch time on that? Like what is more, makes more sense, right? And imagine doing that over and over and over and exposing yourself. I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going on a tangent, but I believe so firmly in this. I'm so enthusiastic about it. I, I, it drives me crazy because I know with my own self, when I was in the group home and, and the foster home, I left that foster home and I put myself through college. I paid for every dime of my new car. I, I got a loan to go to college. I worked full time. I went to school full time. And I, that college degree gave me a competitive edge. I had to invest in myself so that I could spend money now and was willing to do things that most people weren't so that later on I didn't have to do what everyone else has to do. So... So that kind of, I'm going to skip over a couple of questions to get to one that kind of piggybacks on this. And you mentioned the 87% failure rate. Mm -hmm. you know, so in our market area, 88% of the agents sell less than four homes a year. Yep. And we've always heard of the 80-20 rule, you know, 80% of the business is done by 20% of the agents. 
And I think it's more like 88-12 where, where I we- I think it's like 97-3, like, <laughs> honestly. I, I think you and, uh, and Mark Davidson share, share that philosophy. But so what, what separates, in your opinion then, what separates that 3%, you know, or that, you know, what we refer to as the committed from the posers, you know? I know you're big on mindset, but is there something else? Is there one particular trait, personality trait, skill that separates, you know, why is there such a huge disparity? You know, why, why will only 3% practice what you're preaching will invest in that education, will invest in learning, will invest in coaching? It's you because know, of their belief system, uh, Jim. And that is, that is like an awesome question. But a hard part of it is because of their belief system. And many people need to reprogram their brain so that they can believe. Even in my program, some people will be in it for a year. And they'll, after six months, something will finally click, right? Something will finally click and they'll start implementing. And then they see their business just go crazy. And they're like, why didn't I start this sooner? They mentally were not ready. So we do a ton of mindset training because I can give you the blueprint, but if your mind is not right, it doesn't make a difference. But also people that are successful, they are not a victim of their excuses. You're either going to achieve or you're going to make an excuse. And I don't care if you're, if you're sick, if you have an ailment, if you, you, you know, your circumstances growing up, uh, your marriage, Everyone has an excuse as to why they can't do something. But I will tell you that the top producing agent in your area that's crushing you has the exact same excuses that you do. They have the exact same problems that you do. They just choose to go about them differently. So quit being a victim of your excuses. You cannot continue to, to do what you've always done and expect a different result. You just can't. I mean, it is, it's impossible. And people are like, well, I can't afford to do this. And then, and also, have you ever heard of the study change or die? Yes. Okay, so you know what the study, most people probably don't. There is a study that was done called Change or Die. And this study took two groups of people that were going to die if they did not change their lifestyle. They said, Jim, if you don't stop drinking what you're drinking or eating what you're eating, you are going to die. You're going to have a heart attack. You're going to die. You're no longer going to be here. Okay. In this one group of people, after a year, 90% of them that were told they were going to die if they did not change their lifestyle preferred to go back to their lifestyle, would rather die than change, okay? 90% could not make the change. Then there was another group of people and they actually were in, they were told the same thing, you're gonna die as well if you don't change your lifestyle. They were put in a group where they had accountability, they had coaching and they had support. After one year, 80% of those people changed their lifestyle. They made the change, they were able to, to, to live, okay? which means that you are seven times more likely to be able to change what you're doing if you have support, coaching, and accountability. Now, let me just say this, Jim. If people are willing to die and not change their lifestyle, imagine if it's just your business, right? Like learning a new business, learning a new skill, changing the way you're doing things. If they're willing to die and not change, imagine how hard it is for us just to change our business. You need accountability, you need support, and you need to be around people that are doing the same thing that you are doing for a couple of reasons. One, because you have the accountability and the support, but also because you have the belief system because you see other people doing it. It's just like the four minute mile, right? The four minute mile says for hundreds of years, nobody could win the four minute mile. And then all of a sudden somebody wins the four minute mile. And I don't remember the stats, maybe you'll know, but within like a year, how many people? After Roger Bannister did it, I think about 16 other people did it. Well, within a year, it was like 37. I'm so, so, somebody do the stats and tell me what it's either, I think it was within a year, 
37 people were able to break the four minute mile because Roger Bannister did, but for hundreds of years, nobody could. So once you start seeing, hey, this person can do this, I, I, I've got to quit being a victim of my own excuses. Like if they do it, I can do it. Then you, are, you start to believe, right? And what we're finding even in our own program, we've only been in, in business since, uh, uh, for two years and, and three months is how long we've been in business. And we are seeing so much more success now than we did originally because there's so many more people succeeding, right? They're seeing more people succeed. And we've also made mistakes that we're, we're editing and the program just keeps getting better and better and better. Um, but the, it's the four minute mile, right? So for those reasons, I, I do believe that top producing agents surround themselves with like-minded people. They're willing to invest in themselves. They get up and they just do it. They are not a victim of their excuses. Right. You can either have results or excuses. You can't have both, right? Yes, 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 yes. All right. So, so you just mentioned that you've been running this coaching business for two years now. Yes. So as you grew your solo business, when did you make that pivot or that change or decision to scale into a team and then a brokerage and then pivot again into a coaching business and a brokerage? Okay. That's a good question. So, um, I, Oh God, how many years has it been? Probably like six or seven years ago. I don't know the exact numbers. I, I wanted to become a broker because I always was known as Homes by Krista anyways. So I decided to quit giving up so much commission to a broker and become my own broker. So I ventured off, which was an amazing decision that I made. Um, and then about two and a half years ago, I was to the point where, first of all, I used to be a teacher. I have a master's degree in curriculum and instruction. I love teaching. I love inspiring people. Like I was put on this earth to inspire people and motivate people. I'm somebody who loves money, but even more than money, I love people. And I love seeing people's getting results. Like my, it just fills me up. Right. And so I decided that I'd already kind of mastered real estate. I've sold a lot of houses. I was doing things way differently than anybody else. And I wanted to start helping other people get the kind of results that I was. And if you do a lot of reading about um, philanthropy and life, you live your best life when you're able to help others. When you are able to give back and help others, you know, do better in their life and help them succeed more, that's when you really truly have a fulfilled life. And I believe in that and I know that to be true. So I made the decision to, to go into coaching. Well, for the first two years, I failed miserably. I hired the wrong coaches. I was trying to do too many things at once. And I, I was like, I, I just couldn't do two things you know, and do them well. So I remember one day calling my brother and saying, I need you to come over tomorrow. And I called Kathy, another person. And I said, I need you to come over tomorrow. I need you to teach you guys how to be me um, so that I can focus on coaching. And so I did that. I went full force into coaching them for about six months on how to be me. I hired um, my coach, Russell Brunson, and I wrote a book and started creating funnels and then focused 95% of my attention on to coaching and then let my team, um, you know, become Krista. So now I'm just the face of Homes by Krista. And they, they basically teach the fact that you're not hiring Krista, you're hiring Krista's process because I teach a process and a system. And so they basically sold that idea. And it, at, at, for a while, it was difficult. I mean, we, my business went down. I lost, definitely my real estate business went down because my team did not have that belief system on their own, right? They thought, no, Krista, they want you. They want you. And I kept saying, no, they do not want me. They want that, my system. They want our process. They want our marketing, right? You guys are amazing agents. You have experience. You, you know, you're, you're certified negotiation experts. Like you can do this. So once they finally relieved it and they saw that it worked, then our numbers went back up. Because so, last year we only did 78 homes, which for me is like a horrible, horrible, horrible year. But considering I only spent, you know, 
5% of my time, I guess it's pretty darn good if you think of it like that. But just this past month, now that my team is like, they're finally getting their belief system back, they're actually doing what I teach because I realized that my own team um, was not doing what I teach because we had had some turnaround. And so we weren't doing things the way I teach. And I realized it about 90 days ago. And so now our, our business is back up. I think we've got like 17 um, listings we're taking over the past 30 days and we're, we're crushing it again. So it just goes to show you how quickly things can stop when you don't do it and how quickly they can increase when you do. Got it. So you, so you basically hired and trained somebody to replace you so you can move on to another business. Absolutely. Basically run itself. Absolutely. So I'm, I still, I'm the, on the face of the, of the business. I still do all the videos, run all the ads, but I don't show up to a listing presentation. I have a listing presentation video that I send that we require people to listen to before I'll even show up. That video is basically based to show how you want to hire my company instead of the traditional agent. And I show them the reasons why we show them stats. We show them, you know, how much reach we get, how many video views we get, how many hours of watch time we get, how much exposure that we can get. We show them what makes us complete different because we utilize 21st century digital marketing strategies and by the time my team gets there they're like hey just where do I sign kind of a deal <laughs> so wearing all these hats how, how, what do you use to schedule and manage your time okay have you ever heard of the Pomodoro technique um, I'm, I'm, it sounds familiar, but I, I can't, I, I wouldn't be able to recite it back. To you. And this is a great question because this is the question that most people have, right? One of the, we always do surveys and people say, I want to generate leads and I need to learn how to manage my time. So there's a couple things that, that, that I teach my students to do. And this is really, really important. Number one, um, we start our day off by showing gratitude right? Like writing out six things. We've got a sheet that all of our students have. We show gratitude. And honestly, if you just do this, you, what I'm going to talk to you about right now, you'll see massive change in your business over time. And again, this is a very simple strategy, but it's, it's not easy because people do not want to do it, right? They don't want to change what they're doing. They don't want to interrupt their habits and their patterns. So get up every morning and write out six things that you're grateful for. And I'm not talking about like, oh, my husband, we know you love your husband. We know you love your partner. We know you love your kids. We all do, okay? It's basically really looking for things. Like, for example, I'm grateful that you're on my podcast today. Like, I'm grateful that you actually took your time, Jim, to interview me and you're busy and you got, I'm, you're gonna be on my gratitude list tonight as like a win, okay? It's something like that, that happened in the past 24 hours that you're really, really grateful for. Maybe it's the fact that you were able to get up and you went to the gym. Maybe it's the fact that you, you, know, you said no to the coffee and drank the water, whatever it might be. Maybe it's the fact that you did your 10 video text messages in the morning and you, know, you were committed to that. Maybe it's the fact that you, you actually filled out your daily sheet. You're proud of yourself for filling out your daily sheet, right? You show six things that you're grateful for. Then you write down six things that you have to absolutely do that day, no matter what. And you write the hardest one out first. So for example, if you hate doing video, which most people do, the first thing that you're going to do is you're going to knock out a video in the morning. And why do you do it that way? Number one, because it's been proven scientifically that when you do a hard, challenging task first, that you have more energy and you get more done and you're more productive during the day because you feel like you won because you did win. Okay. Now, when you write things down and you see that you've, I've got these things here, they're time blocked. The brain says, okay, I need to get that done. So I'm going to do anything and everything that I can to get that thing done. And you start to check it off of your list. Okay. And you'll start to see that you're more productive. Also, you visualize your day. You see yourself in the morning. You don't 
grab your phone in the morning and start looking on Facebook and emails. No, the first thing you do is write out your gratitude list. You visualize your day. You see yourself succeeding because again, scientific shows that you get what you think, you get what you believe, believe you can and you will. I see myself, Jim, on stages, like impacting massive amounts of people, people cheering because I'm inspiring them. I'm uplifting them. Like I visualize myself that I see myself getting on my private jet. Why a jet? Because I don't like germs. Okay. I'm not this greedy person. I don't like people sneezing on me. I don't like shaking hands like this bumping. Right. So I, I see myself on the jet. I see myself with my husband and we're, you know, drinking our orange juice and our water and we're, we're get, I'm getting prepared for the stage. I see myself getting out of that, out of that, that, um, that jet into the limo, driving to the, this massive arena where I'm making massive impact in, in front of people, right? I see that. I feel it. I believe it. That is going to happen to me, okay? That's what agents have to do. They have to visualize themselves, seeing themselves, believing. Because if you read so many books, one of which is Psycho-Cybergenetics, Dr. Maxwell Mulch, it says that your brain is programmed to give you what you think, right? So it doesn't know the difference between what you think and what you visualize and what you're actually doing. And then the brain says, okay, get me there. So we teach them to visualize their day. Um, and then we show them how to do something called the touch it once rule. You start an activity, you do that activity. And you do that by utilizing the Pomodoro technique. And that is where you set a timer for 25 minutes and you pick one specific thing to work on. Like right now, you're the only thing I'm working on. I don't have my phone in here. I don't have any, any tabs on my computer open. It is completely 100% dedicated towards this podcast with you. And look at how focused I am. Look at how much we're getting done. There's not going to be any editing on this because we have each other's focus. The Pomodoro technique, if you utilize this, where you set your timer for 25 minutes, after the 25 minutes, you take a five-minute break. You get up, you stretch, you get your water, you do some jumping jacks, right? And, and then you go back to another task for 25 minutes. During that 25-minute increment, if anything comes to your mind, you write it down, you go back to the next task. You don't answer your phone. You don't check your voicemails. You don't let somebody else's crisis has become your crisis. You just 100% focus on that task. You will save 16 hours in a week. 16 hours in a week you will save by doing this. Now, do I do this all the time? No. And guess what? When I don't, I am not as productive. I don't get as much done. So therefore, I have to continue to train my brain to remember to utilize the Pomodoro technique. Within my company, it's a company policy that people utilize the, the Pomodoro technique. Within my company, it's a company policy that people utilize and fill out their daily sheets, right? At the end of the day, okay? So now we've, we've visualized our day. We've shown gratitude in the morning, right? We've, we've um, written out our six things. At nighttime is when you're going to, to write out your six things for the next day. You do it the night before so that that way you start your day ready to go. You, you already know what's happening, what you're going to do. So your brain says, okay, I can relax and I can sleep now because I know what I'm doing. And then at night, you also write down six wins that you had. Success breeds success. People are so focused on what they do wrong, they never focus on what they do right. So by focusing on what you did, what you did right and what, what your wins are, again, you're telling your mind, I want more wins, okay? Then you make sure, again, you've, you've, you've calendar your day out for the next day, you've celebrated your wins, and then you give yourself permission to dream anything you need to come to you. Now, again, this is a simple practice and technique that I've just talked about, but I'll tell you what, we have students that we, we 
put them on a challenge to do this for, you know, 21 days for 30 days. And people will say that it absolutely changes their life. It changes their life because they start focusing on what's working. They start focusing on the wins. They start, they, they save more time. They become more productive and it just, it's a life changer. So doing these type of strategies and techniques are not something that I just came up with my own. It's all that all these strategies are, are from research, scientific, you know, research from doctors saying that these type of strategies work to help people be more productive, to have a better quality of life, to have better marriages, better business, better everything. Well, thank you for that. I'm going to learn, implement, master, and repeat. The yes, I love it. <laughs> so last but not least, and because I know we're getting short on time here, looking, looking forward now at, at our industry, at our business, specifically real estate, what opportunities do you see for the next pivot? Where, where do you see an opportunity for somebody who's looking forward to be ahead of the curve? Okay, you, you have to start utilizing digital marketing strategies. You absolutely have to start showing up where people are showing up. You have to utilize video. There is such a major opportunity with video and properly exposing it so people actually see it. Remember, you can do video, but if no one sees it, there's an issue because no one is doing it and people are afraid. And, and here's the deal. No one likes the way they look on video. No one likes the way they sound. I mean, I... I have had a hair complex forever, but guess what? That is how I look. That is how I sound. I, I don't like my scraggly voice, but you know what? That's my voice. So you have to learn to get over yourself and, be, and think about how you can make an impact on people. How can you serve people? I have to tell you something, Jim, and you probably won't believe me because I know I am very outgoing, okay? I'm very outgoing, but <laughs> I, I love people, okay? But I have had a major fear of public speaking. Okay. I remember when we would get up on tour at broker's tour and I had to talk about my properties. Like I would, I would have to sit there and have a piece of paper and okay, three bedrooms, two bath, 500 square feet. Oh my gosh, no, 1500 square feet. What's my name? You know, I mean, when do I sit in the wrong company I worked for on broker tour? Because I would get so much nervous because I was a little insecure. You know, I felt bad about, I just was, it was scary for me. Right. I have had to learn to get over myself and my own fears and the best way to get over your fears is just by doing it and by doing it quickly, right? Get over yourself, start, you know, it's never too late to learn something new. It's never too late because if you don't, you're going to be that 13%, that, that 87% that's going to be no longer existent. You have to show your value add. You have to stand up. You need to show you're the authority figure. You need to become Zillow proof. You need to become uh, recession proof. And you do this by showing up as the authority figure in your space. The only way you can show up as the authority figure is by proving your value add and showing that you do things differently than other people. That's the only way to do it. And how do you do that? The best way you do it by utilizing video. Why is video so important? People get to know you. They get to like you. They get to trust you. It breaks down barriers. You start to making a connection right? The parasocial relationship. What that means, a parasocial relationship, there is a, is a study that shows that when we were young and we used to watch TV, right? People see people on the other side of the TV, your brain starts to be programmed, mentally programmed, that the person on the other side of that TV or that podcast is an authority figure. And people start to develop a, a one-sided relationship with them. They feel like they know them. They feel like they, they trust them. And they become the authority. That is what video does. 
Now, if you properly distribute it, so people are seeing hundreds of hours, thousands, hundreds of thousands of views, they're constantly seeing you on a local level, you all of a sudden start to just like massively dominate. If you can do this, you will stay in business. You will not survive, you will thrive. I don't think I know, I guarantee, if you do it, you do it correctly, you do it consistently, and you don't give up. It will happen, you will change your business. You will stop chasing business. You will stop having to do things like open houses and cold calling and door knocking, and you will start attracting business. That's the goal. I completely agree with you. you know, I just listen, I'm sure you've heard of John Cheplak, right? Yes, uh-huh. I was just listening to his podcast earlier in the week, and he said, the price we have to pay is our ego and our pride, right? To get, to get beyond that fear of video. You know, the price we have to pay is to get past our ego and our pride and just do it and, and do it and to be that have a value add, right? To, to Absolutely. get without expectation of return. Don't sell, right? Provide sure. value. Yeah. And, you know, and look for somebody who could benefit, maybe somebody who's doing worse than you are and just focus on helping them because you get so much more out of helping somebody up than you do out of, you know, asking for help in return, you know? The best way to get out of having a bad mood is to go help somebody, right? Like one of the things that we're actually adding to our, our, to our checklist is to pay it forward. Like to do one, pay it forward a day, right? Meaning you do something kind for someone without them even knowing it, just go help somebody, go, go volunteer, go read to an elderly person in a, in a convalescent hospital, go pay for somebody's coffee, go give somebody your time or attention. Absolutely cannot, cannot, uh, do not disagree at all. 100% agree. I love that. Good. Well, I, I think that's about all my questions, Chris. I, I really appreciate your time and congratulations on your 100th episode. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being on there. Let me ask you a question, Jim. So sure. you have gone through my three clients in 30 day challenge with people. I have not. If, you if, haven't. If you remember correctly, I wanted to. Selfishly, I did. But I thought it would be more beneficial for my team to go through it. So you how know? have they liked it? And so, so far they love it. You know, I, I think, I think we have six, seven, eight, eight team members. I'm not even sure of the number that are participating, you know, they're overwhelmed. You know, they, 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 you know, they are, they admire your, your energy and your hustle, you know, and, and uh, you know, a couple of them are brand, two of them are brand new agents. I love brand new agents. And so here's the thing, the three clients in 30 day challenge, the average person picks up two clients. We've had people pick up six in it, but the average agent uh, historically since we've been running it picks up two clients if they do it. So you keep encouraging your team. And I want to thank you so much for, for having them in it. I, I just thank you so much, Jim. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure, Krista. Congratulations again. And thank you. You're welcome. So Jim Flanagan, the winner of the 100 Podcast episode. Hopefully you guys like this and we rocked it. You asked some awesome questions. Well, thank you. I, yeah. I, I, always be prepared right always be prepared you you are you are i appreciate you well everyone hopefully this this podcast gave you a little bit of insight as far as who i am and how much i believe in what i believe in and we answered some questions to you jim thank you so much and everyone remember guess what learning is amazing but don't be a chronic learner be a chronic implementer take what you've learned go take action go out there and learn implement master repeat and kick some butt jim any last things you'd like to say no i, I think you, you said it best and i think another friend of ours joshua smith right yes i love joshua right? what is knowledge without implementation is delusion 
Right. Yes, absolutely. You've got to implement everybody. So Jim, I always ask everybody on the podcast uh, one last question. And since, I'm, since it's still my podcast, I have to ask you the question I ask everybody. If there's one piece of advice that you can give everybody, and again, Jim didn't know I was going to ask this, what would that piece of advice be to make their business or their life better? And this is, again, I, I borrowed this from, from you know, great um, inspirations like yourself. Done is better than perfect right? Just, just do it, just start. And then you can always course correct. Don't be afraid to fail. Like you mentioned your failures, you know, just take the chance, just do it, learn from it, do it again, learn from that, do it again, learn from that. Just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat until you've mastered it and it just becomes second nature. I want you to know something. I appreciate you for saying that because here's the deal. So many people are so worried about being perfect. They, they're, they're getting ready, right? They're aiming. They never fire. You want to fire, fire first, right? And then you'll, you'll learn to be ready. You'll learn how to aim better because you'll be making mistakes. And as you fail, you're failing forward. So that, this goes back to your question about why are some people the top 3%? Because they take action quicker. They implement quicker. They're not worried about it being perfect or making mistakes. And they know that every time they do, they are learning from that. Most top producers, when they learn about a new thing, they've already figured out seven ways of doing it better or seven ways of doing it wrong and, and changing it before the other person's even started. So such great advice. Everyone get out there and do just what Jim said. Just start. And I'm going to encourage you to go sign up for three clients in 30 days. That's threeclientsin30days.com because we teach you how to feel comfortable on video. And then we teach you ways to actually distribute it. And if you want two new clients in 30 days, then go there and sign up. It's only $100. Jim, thank you. Krista, my pleasure. Thank you. Uh, everyone, make it a great day. Thank you so much for giving us a little bit of your time. We really appreciate it. And congratulations to our 100-day birthday on the podcast. Woohoo! Woohoo!